Hey, welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Wednesday Wisdom on the Educational Lady Podcast. We'll be right back with today's Wednesday Wisdom guest, but first we want to give a shout out to our partners, We Coach, the Florida Coaches Coalition, Wall of Fame by Vital Signs, and the Global Community of Women in High School Sports. You've heard me say many times, these are four great organizations. You should really add them to your network and get involved. And now let's have a, a quick shout out for our podcast sponsor. Don't hit that fast forward button. It's only going to take three minutes, and these are all great products that you should be using. Here we go. We want to thank Huddle for their support of the podcast. Go to huddle.com and change the way you see the game. Huddle's not for football anymore. As an athletic director, I made sure our school was a huddle school. And Huddle provided our coaches, our teams, and our athletes the tools that they needed to perform at the highest level. It's a professional-grade solution to the challenges that we all face as athletic directors. Go to Huddle.com and see why we believe in sports and teams believe in Huddle. Join the 6 million users and turn your school into a Huddle school. We also want to thank Snap Mobile. Go to SnapRaise.com and check out their entire suite of platforms designed to help you do your job better. There's Snap Store, Snap Connect, Snap Manage, and of course, there's Snap Raise, their fundraising platform. We used it at our school with our teams with great success, and they've helped teams just like yours raise over $700 million. They even have a program where you can get your funding before you actually start your fundraiser. I don't think anybody else does that. Go to snapraise.com. Check out the entire platform. That's snapraise.com. We also want to say thanks to Hometown Ticketing. Uh, uh, leading digital ticketing provider to schools and colleges. Go to hometownticketing.com. We're going to show you how to set up and sell tickets for all kinds of events, not just athletics, but things like school plays and concerts, school dances, even graduation. And the best part, you're going to have a dedicated client success manager providing hands-on support every step of the way. That's every step of the way. Go to hometownticketing.com and get started today. Simple and easy online ticketing. We also want to say thanks to Sideline Interactive indoor score tables and video boards. Go to sidelineinteractive.com and you can schedule a live web demo and see their tables and their boards in action. They not only generate income for your athletic department, but they also create the ultimate game day experience for your student athletes. Our Sideline Interactive um, score table was probably one of the best purchases I ever made as an AD. For more information, go to sidelineinteractive.com, sidelineinteractive.com. We want to thank Gipper. Go to gipper.com and see how athletic directors across the country are creating world-class marketing content for their school's social media channel. You can do it in seconds on any device, and you don't need any design experience. Use our code ADPOD10, and you'll get 10% off. That's gipper.com. We also want to thank Wall of Fame by Vital Signs. You know, they're on a mission to bring your school's legacy to life. The Wall of Fame is an interactive touchscreen video console that's going to highlight your school's top performers, both past and present, in athletics, academics, and the arts. But it's so much more than that. The Wall of Fame is also an extensive content program that allows you to tell more compelling stories to better engage your audience. Go to vitalsignswalloffame.com. Check out their great products. And when you're ready to buy, use this link, vitalsignswalloffame.com slash Jake for a nice discount. 
That's vitalsignswalloffame.com. Check them out today. And we want to thank Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack. Athletic Surveys are a quick, easy, and affordable way for you to collect comprehensive data that allows you to evaluate and improve your entire program. Athletic directors typically only hear back from uh, that 2%, uh, the squeaky wheel parent or the frustrated student athlete. And we really do need to hear back from them so we can affect positive changes. But we also need to hear from the 98% that really love and support our program. And that's where Athletic Surveys comes in. Go to athleticsurveys.com. They'll create a custom survey that'll allow you to take the pulse of your parents and your student athletes. It's a tremendously valuable tool to have when you're talking with that squeaky wheel parent or your principal or your school board. Go to athleticsurveys.com and get started today. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Wednesday Wisdom on the Educational AD Podcast. We have uh, our founding member of Wednesday Wisdom. She actually coined our uh, title. Um, I'm sure if you're a regular listener, you uh, all know Betsy Butterick, the communication coach. Uh, if you're new to the podcast, Betsy is a former college athlete, college coach, and now she uh, speaks with uh, organizations, with teams. She works with athletes and coaches on how to communicate better and also talks about you know the why this is so important so uh betsy i, I know it's a tremendously uh busy time for you uh and your family but what do you have for our listeners this week on wednesday wisdom yeah thanks for having me back jake it's always great to share space here and <clears throat> you mentioned that busy time we just welcomed our second child who will be four weeks old tomorrow and so in the world of sleep deprivation, um, one of the things that I like to draw from as far as my work when I'm working less is real life interactions. And yesterday, my wife had a conversation with a practitioner we called into the doctor's office because we had a question about our daughter. And she spent about 40 minutes on the phone. And I'll say transparently, my wife is not someone who typically likes to spend a lot of time on the phone. And she got off the phone and I remember her saying that was such a great conversation. And then two or three times throughout the day, she brought up the fact that like, oh, I was just so happy with that conversation. And so finally I asked her, I said, you know, what was it for you that felt so, so good about the way that conversation with a stranger went? And what I identified was there were four things that that practitioner did really well in the conversation that allowed my wife to have such a positive experience. The first one is the practitioner spent a lot of time listening. So at the beginning of the conversation, the practitioner said, so, you know, tell me what, what brings you in today or tell me why you're calling today, essentially. And then my wife explained everything that was going on. And the practitioner asked a lot of questions and then shut up and spent a lot of time listening. So the listening key or listening part I know was key. The second part that really resonated was there was a high degree of empathy. So the practitioner often said things like, wow, that sounds really challenging, or gosh, that's got to be frustrating, especially when you're so tired. Just really connecting on a human level with what we're experiencing, but then also would say something like, you know what, it sounds like you're doing a great job. So there was this blend in the empathetic vein of both identifying with frustration and challenge and adversity, while also giving a genuine level of support. And then... The fourth thing, so if we split kind of empathy and support into two and three, the fourth thing would be, I like to think of it as enrollment. So before offering advice or giving advice or telling my wife what she should do with our newborn, the practitioner would say something like, is it okay if I offer a few suggestions? So this asking permission, this getting permission from a stranger before 
giving advice or telling someone what they should do. And of course, my wife's like, yes, I'd love to hear, you know, what do you think? Or, or what do you think we could try? So that, that element of enrollment is really key in creating a relationship, again, between two strangers that allowed for a really great conversation. So in summary, high degree of listening, a lot of time spent listening and listening intentionally, high degree of empathy. There was also that support that felt genuine. And then there was the enrollment before giving any advice. So those four elements for my wife seem to make for a great conversation. And I think those are things that most folks would appreciate in any interaction. Yeah, as you were explaining, Telling the sharing the story, I'm just thinking all the times that um, someone has come up to me and offered that free advice, and, and I remember whether it was good or bad or, or neutral, and I just remember thinking, I didn't sign up for this. Uh, yeah, I didn't and, ask for and, that. And, and at the same time, how many times I have done that same thing? You know, you know, hey, have you ever thought about? And I just gave them yeah. my free advice. So, <laughs> again, really, really great. And as always, it comes back to. You know, sometimes you just need to shut up and listen. I like that. Yeah. There's, um, I'm thinking about another conversation. <clears throat> so earlier in the week, and this is something that's come up in a lot in the work that I do with teams, right? Trust seems to be a core element of high-performing teams. We have to feel like we can trust each other, like I can rely on you. So if we think about that idea of reliability, when I ask teams, you know, what, what serves to create trust or trusting relationships within your team? One thing that people often say is consistency. So when people do what they're going to say or um, follow up in the time frame that they said they were going to follow up in. So when there's this consistency in action or behavior, then I feel like it's, it's more likely I can trust you because I know what to expect. We can take that same concept of behavior and put it into a communication framework. So even if I'm having a conversation with a complete stranger, let's say I have a meeting on Thursday, meeting goes great. And the person I'm meeting with says, you know, I've got a meeting with my boss tomorrow. I'll let you know how it goes. Okay. So now we've set an expectation. If I don't hear from that person the rest of the day, let's say it's Friday and then the weekend goes by, I still don't hear from them on Monday, even though that's a person I've never met in person and we haven't had a lot of time to develop trust. There's a missed opportunity there from a communication standpoint to demonstrate that consistency. So let's say, the meeting doesn't happen Friday. I don't know this, but let's say <clears throat> the person I was meeting with, the meeting doesn't happen as planned. Even sending an email on Friday or a text message saying, hey, Betsy, the meeting didn't happen as planned. It got rescheduled. I'll follow up as soon as it does happen. That communication provides consistency in the same way that when people show up and do what they said they were going to do, that builds trust in a relationship. In this form, long distance relationship, new relationship, that kind of consistency in communication where we're setting expectations intentionally creates a more trusting relationship, even though I've never met this individual in person. So we have opportunities, even if the thing that we said was going to happen doesn't happen, communicating proactively to let the other person know what the situation is, is something that anybody can do to create a more trusting relationship because it builds that consistency, that reliability and communication. Uh, one of the words that I hear you use frequently, and you certainly use it on this one, was, you know, uh, intentional. Uh, and, yeah. and I think so many of us uh, young coaches, old coaches or ADs, you know, you, you just assume or, you know, you expect mm -hmm. uh, instead of taking those steps yourself to, you know, ensure that, um, you know, what you intend, what you really want, what that desired outcome is going to happen. So, again, more yeah. great advice. Yeah. Absolutely. And the third thing, the last thing I'll touch on today, Jake, was um, 
had a conversation with a coach recently, end of season basketball team. And he said, you know, Betsy, my, my star player <clears throat> wasn't the best leader for our team this season. And so I know that, that he wants that relationship to change with his teammates. He wants to improve. And so what I recommended is that he have a conversation with the returning players and just own the fact that he wasn't a great leader, you know, this season. I said, I love that. Like, that's what I call an admission of vulnerability. So I love that he's going to, to own that in front of his teammates. I said, what I really love to see him do as well is to ask his teammates two questions. The first is, what's it like to be my teammate? And to go around and hear from each of his teammates what it is to experience him on the court. And then the second question is, what do you need from me as a leader moving forward? And I said, as he asked these two questions, and I recommend that he spend most of his time listening, and especially when a teammate offers something that might be hurtful or really hard to hear, that he meets it with gratitude, that he says something as simple as, thank you, that's important for me to know. Without getting defensive, without explanation, those explanations, those individual conversations can happen at a later date. In order for that guy to be most effective, to do some relational repair with his teammates, to be a better leader moving forward, demonstrating again that high degree of listening, asking what's it like to be teammates with me, and also what do you need from me as a leader moving forward? Those are two things that really anybody can do to start to create a better relationship with the people that they're either teammates with or that they work with often. Yeah. Again, a couple of things, you know, uh, I, I think many coaches, and I certainly did this early in my career, you just assume you know, the seniors on your team, you know, they're, they're seniors and they're captains and they're leaders. Uh, but leadership is a tool, a skill, just like, you know, any other uh, skill, speed, agility, et cetera. And you need to train it. You need to help those seniors find those tools. And and I love the, again, the intention of letting this captain know, hey, here's some things that, you know, could help you as a leader. And uh, as you reiterated, you know, it comes back to listening again. And sometimes it's, it's hard to listen to those uh, suggestions from your teammates. But as always, Betsy Butterick, great stuff. If one of our listeners wanted to find out more and listeners, uh, Betsy offers a full range of services to individuals, to teams, to programs. How do they get a hold of you? you can, the easiest way, Jake, is just go to BetsyButterick.com. You can connect to all of my social media there. I'm mostly on Twitter and Instagram. So Twitter is at Betsy Butterick. Instagram is Betsy underscore the coach's coach. But you can link to everything through BetsyButterick.com. So that's where I'd encourage folks to go. Betsy, thanks again for uh, sharing. As always, congratulations on the new addition for uh, you know Thank you and you. your wife and uh, you know the uh, the two year old, uh, the big sister. Okay, and uh, all the best moving forward this spring. Thanks so much, Jake. I appreciate your time and good luck to everyone out there. Well, thanks again for being part of the program. For listeners, we do this every single week, and we upload the Zoom videos to the Educational AD Podcast YouTube channel. We appreciate your support. Come back next week for another Wednesday Wisdom and just about every day for new content on the Educational AD Podcast. We'll see you next time. Always a great time with Betsy Butterick. Uh, reach out to her. Check out her website. Uh, she really has a lot to offer uh, athletic directors, coaches, and leaders. Before we go, we do want to give our sponsors one more shout out. We want to say thanks to Gipper. Go to Gipper.com. Mention our podcast code, ADPOD10, and you'll get 10% off all Gipper products and services. Hometown Ticketing is the leading digital ticketing provider to schools and colleges. I don't think I need to say anything more. Go to hometownticketing.com. 
We want to thank Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack. My school used surveys for just about everything, for parents, for students, student athletes, uh, coaches, um, and you can too. Go to athleticsurveys.com and let them put together a custom survey so you can take the pulse of your parents and student athletes. I want to thank Huddle. As a football coach, I used Huddle for years and loved it. As an AD, I made sure our school was a Huddle school. Go to huddle.com and let them get you started. I want to thank Sideline Interactive, indoor score tables and video boards. You've heard me say one of the best purchases I ever made as an athletic director was our Sideline Interactive indoor score table. Go to sidelineinteractive.com, schedule a live web demo, see their products in action. We want to thank Wall of Fame by Vital Signs. Uh, they're on a mission to bring your school's legacy to life. If you're looking for a really cool way to display your school records for all of your sports or your school's Hall of Fame, go to vitalsignswalloffame.com. Mention the podcast, you'll get a nice discount there too. And finally, uh, we want to say thanks to Snap Mobile. Go to Snap Raise and check out their entire suite of platforms, including Snap Raise, their fundraising platform. Uh, we used it, we loved it, and so will you. Thanks again for listening to Wednesday Wisdom on the Educational AD Podcast. We will see you next time.